The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And hello, everybody, and welcome to The Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Uh, well, today we're going to address something that we talk about every show, basically, which is the light. And at the top of each show, as those of you who have been hearing us and, of course, hear us today, we talk about awakening to the light within, the I am presence and your Holy Christ self. And these are realities that we must embrace if we want to ascend, if we want to make it to the other side of this cosmic spiritual equation. And sometimes it gets kind of tough. It's not always easy, as we've said many times. The Ascended Masters remind us that they've stepped where we are, and they know what it takes. But the theme today is basically keep on keeping on, endurance, resilience. And let's kind of start there, because I think the idea that we're worthy to make this ascent is critical, is an essential element to the process. Well, well, indeed, and that, you know, we've talked about that, obviously, the, the idea that God is within us. You know, Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. There's a part of God within your being. And what that means is that we are worthy to be, have that God in us because God created us, but it also means we have a future in God that's more than we are just right now, thank God, <laughs> <laughs> that we are to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. We're to put yeah. on our Christhood. We're to manifest that portion of God in a way in our entire being and world. It doesn't mean we become nondescript. We're still the individual God created with our strengths and so forth that are reinforced by the presence of God. But when you understand God is within you, that is a motivation. And you have a goal and where you're going, that is a motivation to get up when you fall down. Because every person that has ever walked on this planet, including the Ascended Masters, have at some point made mistakes, failed, and fallen down. The difference is the Ascended Masters always got up. Right. <laughs> and because they always got up, they be, eventually became an Ascended Master. So we're still working on that. But we are inspired by their example to keep on keeping on. Exactly. That's the key. And in fact, the Ascended Master El Moria says, you only have to get up one more time than you fall to make your ascension. Mm. Remember that song, you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and start all over again? I do. Boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, just those those lines are coming to me right now. But that's that's basically the matrix, you know. You well, you, you stumble, you know, you you hurt your toe or whatever, and you just get up. And of course, the, the hope is Terry that you learn something right. when you stumble right. uh, and you make mistakes. I think it was Winston Churchill said the greatest thing that ever happened to him was failure because he learned from it, and he was able to gain a mastery as a result. And l- some lessons are very painful. They're very painful, mm-hmm. but they engender such a fire and a determination within us 
that it's the motivation for us to go forward and to pass our test. And we're not, not seeking to fail to learn lessons, right? <laughs> um, obviously. But when we do fail, it be, can, can become a goad for us to do better next time. Because we don't want to just keep doing the same thing over and over again. No. Whistling a happy tune, fall down and get up, and whistle a happy tune, fall down, and so forth. Yeah. We, the point of this is to grow and to progress. It is. And, you know, we've made this point many times. In fact, I think you made the comment that is rather zen-like, <laughs> that we're not here to perfect the human, but we're also here to get through the imperfections of the human in a way that will allow us to eventually embrace our higher self, well, our Christ well, self. Well, first of all, we have karma. So, you know, yeah. even though not, we're not perfecting the human, we have to balance our karma. It's the law. There's no way around it. So we have to balance it. So that's going to come, bring a few waves into our world. And secondly, though we're not perfecting the human, we're preparing our, the chalice of our being to receive the Christ, to put on our Christhood. And as we talked before, you become the Christ incrementally. And so you have to displace a certain amount of your human consciousness or your mistakes or your karma by the Christ. So, again, so we're not perfecting the human, but we are preparing the chalice to receive the Christ. And preparing that chalice means balancing our karma, you know, and demonstrating some mastery in the control of our emotions and actions and so forth. And, you know, as we climb this ladder, we don't want to make the mistake of uh, attempting to correct our friends, our brothers and sisters with things we see them doing. I had a wonderful conversation with an associate this morning about this concept of karma guardians. Are you familiar with that? No. It's very interesting. (laughs) It's um, when you see somebody doing something that is harmful to themselves in some way, and you want to say, brother, don't do that, and you want to give them the benefit of this teaching, well, the karma guardians may say, uh, no, that's his lesson to learn. Now, you want to get out of the way of that because you don't want to interfere with his, the unfolding of his karma. So there's that little place where we kind of have a tendency to go because we care, because our hearts tell us we want to be a comfort to man. Yeah. Comfort, uh, but we've got to be careful. You've got to be careful. But, of course, if someone's physically in danger because of something mean, somebody's doing, obviously you don't include yeah. that. I mean, you just use common sense to intercede. But the point is, we don't learn our lessons from what people tell us is right and wrong. I mean, that, that's the reality, isn't yeah. it? We learn it through our mistakes and the pain that comes through our mistakes. And, of course, that's what karma is. Karma is a teacher. And, you know, we sort of said, oh, boy, I don't know what my karma is and so forth. But if we allow that karma to teach us things, then we can grow through it as well as balancing it. And so that's why it's God allows it to come back to us. <laughs> yeah. And it's through his mercy that we're given the opportunity to balance that karma. And what is that, uh, that situation where between the age of 18 and 24, say, you know, your parents really became wise, you know? <laughs> you know here they, here they were. They were telling you all these things as teenagers, but you just didn't hear it. I think it was Mark Twain who said he left at 18 because he just couldn't stand their ignorance. And when he came back at 21, he was amazed at how much they'd learned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? That's right. Well, yeah. you know, what we're talking about here is, is um, a, a pretty clear and relatively simple concept, but really... The fact that we're worthy to ascend, that we're worthy to adopt and embrace this godlike uh, awareness and inner light, I mean, it's something we're not taught typically. We're not given the awareness of this inner light as a constant in our lives. We're told instead that Jesus is the exception, he's the only son of God, and that to even think about yourself on that godlike level is so prideful. Well, well, it is. (laughs) You know, this is, and of course, if you think of your human consciousness as doing that, it is prideful. But when you understand it is God within you, and is, you know, we are worthy 
because we have God within us. Doesn't mean we've done everything right. You know, it's, you know the prayer, Lord, I am worthy, make me worthier still yeah. to hold that light. And we've talked about holding light in your being and, and right, you know, how you live your life and what you do and honoring that light we come. So it's all part of the equation. But this keeping on idea is very important because many people will go to a certain point on their spiritual path and they'll get the same test that they've failed in other lifetimes. In other yeah. words, they reach the same point, and they almost have a momentum on failing that test. And because they fail again, they're no further ahead. And so we are preparing ourselves to get to that point where we've been before. And, you know, we've been had more advanced spiritual awareness in other lifetimes than we have today. And some of us were told, and then Atlantis actually had more than 50% of our karma balance, and we've kind of backslid a little oh, bit. Wow. So we are going to face the same test we've always failed. So how do you prepare for that? by daily passing the test that God brings you. And he's not going to bring you more than you can handle, but you will reach the point where you'll be grateful you prepared for the test that you might have failed in another life. You know, and as a reminder, let's talk a minute or two here about the daily practice. You know, like we do decrees, we do violet flame decrees in particular, um, to mitigate that little bag of karma that arrives every day, our daily portion, if you will, so that we can get that out of the way and begin to work backwards over the other karma that we haven't transmitted fully um, but it's just a reminder that any kind of spiritual practice has within it the capability of refining that higher part of ourselves by eliminating some of that karmic debt. Sure, and I think the violet flame, of course, is the most efficient way of doing that, yeah. as well as service to life of any kind. But one thing we can do also is, is self, self-observation. In other words, one of the problems that Christians get into is this condemnation that's upon them. In other words, you're a worthless sinner. Oh, yeah. um, you're only going to get to heaven because someone's <coughs> taking you there. Otherwise, you'd end up in hell. Um, so, so, I mean, that's, that's a weight of condemnation on us. And so people kind of go around with that. And when you add to that fact that we get projections from the dark forces, if you will, vis-a-vis the screw tape letters, um, where these little demons are whispering, oh, you're a terrible person. You're a bad person. You're not worthy to be a spiritual person. It goes on and on and on. So we, did, we challenge that and deny that I am worthy. God is within me. But we can't stop there. We, again, we work on ourselves and observe your behaviors, how you act, how you think, and say, gee, is that really the way I want to live? If I'm preparing my chalice for the Christ to come in, then that's probably not thing, those are probably not things I want to do. I want to change things in my life. And so you do that increment by increment, day by day. You don't have to become the Christ in one day, but you have to work on it every day in order to get there. And, and, and you're right. It's incremental. I mean, it's like you practice a skill in order to get better at it. It's the same thing. And, and you know, I was thinking of the fiat, uh, of the name of God that we use on a regular basis uh, that was released to Moses in the burning bush. You can, you can put your hand over your heart and say, I am, and then you can point up and you can say, that I am. So I am that I am. Affirm that. You know, really think about that. I am that I am. I am that God because that God is in me, you know? Well, I think it's a prerequisite, too. We we must get to that place in our consciousness where we accept and embrace the reality of our inner light. Again, the I am am presence and the Christ self. And so it it, it should be a humbling experience, you know, know, like... Bernie Bush says, you know, take your shoes off. You're in a holy place. Right. And so the I am presence is holy. It's the presence of God. But God has given us the mediator in the present, in the person of our holy Christ self, that Jesus became his Christ self. And of course, he is our savior and our teacher and our, our leader. 
But we have that mediator that will help us. It's our voice of our conscience. It's our guardian angels, our holy Christ self. So this is, this is where you work. Holy Christ self, guide me this day what I should do, that I don't make any mistakes. And if you reach that why on the road, so to speak, do I go here, do I go there? You know, you call to God to show you that. This is, this is gaining mastery. Again, not the mastery of the, of the human, but the mastery of the energy and the light that God gives you so that you become that light. In other words, I'm sorry, you, you come gain mastery over the human tendencies in you, but again, it's not perfecting the human. Yeah. Right. And, you know, this takes us back to the original premise that this entire program was organized upon, which is even when you get lost inside this sometimes, which is possible because the, the dark forces, they're, they're kind of wanting to confuse you and kind of take you away from the lesson. Just remember that those four questions, who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going and how do I get there? Right. You know, if you can take it back to that level, then you know, number one, you, you are a son or daughter of God. You are worthy to accept and embrace the reality within you, capital R. Right. You know, why are you here to get through this karmic burden, this debt, this minefield, and to ascend? Right. So, you know, and then how do you get there where, if you know where you're going? The practice. It's just an awareness. And this awareness takes time. As you said, sit at the beginning, sometimes we have to get up one more time than we fell down. And that's why the show, this title of the show, if anybody of you looked at the promo, was Falling Down, Getting Up, Moving On. <laughs> don't get stuck. Don't get stopped. You know, this whole idea here is that you are worthy to continue the trek. Even if you make a mistake and stub your toe, that's okay. You know, and I think <clears throat> we talk about, you know, the light within us. The first step, of course, is acknowledge that light is within you. But that isn't enough. You have to become that light. In other words, yes, I mean, even the devils believe in tremble. And so we understand and acknowledge that light within us. And then we say, God, I know I need to become that light. I know that I need to take steps and do things on a daily basis. Show me how to do that. Work with me. Guide me. And, of course, the Ascendant Masters, we have volumes of books that do exactly that to give you perspective, understanding, what kind of tests you're going to get. You know, other people have had these tests and how they've dealt with them and so forth and the saints. And so there's a guidebook. You know, we're not going this alone if we're willing to accept the teachings and accept, you know, be humble enough to accept the teachings that are given to us for our path. And each individual must open the door for him or herself. And in fact, on that point, we've got to take a short break. But when we come back, uh, we've got a special treat today. This is a dictation through Mark Prophet uh, from back in the 60s. And you will hear both Lord Maitreya, who we'll talk about in segment three, and St. Germain, uh, but it refers to the process of accepting this path individually, the freedom that it brings, the freedom that it entails. So please stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. 
Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a keeper of the flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thank you for staying with us. Today we're talking about keeping on, keeping on. The uh, spiritual benefits of endurance, <laughs> among other things. But the fact that, that we are all worth this trek, we're all worth the effort. And in the following dictation, you're going to hear a dictation from our beloved Lord Maitreya and also from St. Germain. And this is the masters all encourage us to keep on keeping on, but that they remind us that the commitment begins at the level of the individual. So without any further ado. And we begin with St. Germain, I think. Yes, I we do. I think we do, yes. St. Germain hands it to Maitreya, and, hands, and Maitreya hands, hands it back, it back. to St. Germain. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. It's wonderful. Here goes. Freedom must bloom within each one's heart. Aaron's rod must blossom, it is true, but it must blossom upon the spinal altar of each individual. Each individual must unfold their latent spiritual powers. Each individual must open for themselves a door that leads to immortal octaves. Each individual must cherish the spiritual life enough to let go of those lesser experiences which do not give them their freedom and keep on keeping on until they attain those satisfactions which are the light. And then I think they will be a part of our band of assistance, cutting the world free by the power of a divine radiance and love that knows no limitation, that desires to express the beauty of God everywhere upon the planet. Beloved ones, there are so many individuals who have the idea that an ascended being prior to their ascension did not struggle 
did not ever know doubt. Well, beloved one, simply because you today may have expressed some quality less than the perfection of God does not mean that you cannot hope for your ascension. I tell you this anecdote primarily because it is my desire to make known unto you that the mere dwelling momentarily upon human thought and human creation does not for all time brand you or stain your immortal soul. It is but a transitory and passing thing unless you make it a permanent thing by permitting negativism and feelings of negativism to be anchored within your world and then you draw the great riptides of human emotion and feeling into your world and your faith becomes doubt and your doubt sometimes may become terror. Well, reverse the process, beloved ones. And when you see this expression beginning to unfold within you, which is less than the light, stop it. Stop the action immediately and say you have no power. Your day is done. How many individuals, beloved ones, do you think have rested the scriptures to their own destruction? They do not know the meaning of freedom. They have taken one sloka, one statement, beloved ones, from the scriptures of the world. And this one statement they have used as an excuse as to why they ought not to pursue the spiritual path. They have taken one human being or one religious faith and stated that they themselves would not follow the light because of this one individual or because of this one specific faith. This bad example influenced their actions or so they said. Well, beloved ones, an honest heart is needed and an honest heart will bring men to the feet of their own great divine identity. When they come to the feet of their own great divine identity, like St. Francis of old, and many of you know of whom I speak, he was Kuthumi, or he is Kuthumi, beloved ones, who was St. Francis. I desire to make this known unto those of you who were not aware of this fact caused that great soul extended himself as St. Francis from an ordinary human being surrounded by fears and doubts to become one who expressed the wonders of God, the love of God and the power of God in action. His words, Lord, make me an instrument of thy peace, flowed out tonight as he addressed you from Kashmir. As he parted the veil, that precious life stream, now an ascended being, brought to you a touch of the golden essence of the divine radiance. I am here tonight. I am here to bring you your freedom. But a greater than I is here. One whose shoe steps I could not walk in before my ascension. I bring you now a few words 
from the beloved one the Lord Maitreya the cosmic Christ beloved Saint Germain beloved friends of the heart of God the great outpouring cosmic light of your divine identity enfolds you now in the radiance of the eternal one this light is raising you in a vibratory action which leads you upward in consciousness to the consciousness of the great central sun the great central sun can be thought of as a shepherd as the great shepherd of the sheep and all human beings who hear the voice of the great heart of God speaking from out the great central sun beloved Alpha and Omega will know that peace of God which we as ascended beings share at a common table whereby we partake of the bread which came down from heaven the bread which as mighty light rays poured out from the sacred altars of God and brought forth the sun in splendor shining both as a physical sun in the universe and in the universe behind the universe and as a spiritual sun within the very heart of the being of God the rays of light from the great central sun pouring forth to the sun of this system of worlds kindled the radiance of the solar logos and the radiance of the solar logos sent forth its mighty light rays to this earth and kindled the radiance of beloved Virgo the mother earth principle activating the light rays within that great being and the solar radiance then of the great central sun descended also from the great central sun to the sun of the systems of worlds to beloved Helios and Vesta and activated your own life streams so that you are truly in essence a sunbeam a ray of light from out the great central sun I would like the students tonight to cherish this idea so long as you think of yourselves beloved ones as clay as density as a conglomeration of human effluvia you are not enjoying the supreme radiance of light well think of your bodies tonight beloved ones as light think of yourselves as light as a sunbeam from out the great central sun I Maitreya will initiate tonight many of you into the solar radiance in the solar chambers if you will only devote your heart's attention tonight as you pass into sleep to your own mighty I am presence and requested of me I will try to exalt all of you that the great law will permit into a greater unfolding of your spiritual sonship 
I will bestow upon all who are worthy a greater degree of initiation than they have ever known before. This condition will be brought about solely to assist the mankind of earth in obtaining their ascension. For beloved ones, wherever there is a candidate for the ascension upon this planet, the radiance around that individual is a blessing to all the consciousness of life embodied here. It was this power, this radiance, this glory, which manifested in beloved Jesus, which magnetized the audiences upon the hillsides of Judea, which flooded forth and quickened the consciousness of men, which produced healings of consciousness, and which gave joy to the hillsides of the world because the Christ walked upon them. I bless you and I thank you by the power of the light from out the great central sun, and I return you now to that beloved God of freedom, your friend, St. Germain. Precious ones of the unfolding radiance, our beloved Maitreya, revered in our octave, has spoken to you his words of encouragement, his words based upon the immortality of your own soul. Remember the flame of love from his heart kindled the spark of love within yours. It is the desire of all the hosts of heaven to fan the flame of divinity upon the heart's altar of each individual expression of God. This we do in the holy name of freedom to cherish the world, to encircle the world, to love the world with the peace of God. This is the purpose of this class to unfold the radiance of the individual, to give freedom to the individual, to unfold the planetary radiance, to give freedom to the planet, to bless mankind with their own individualized, self-realized confidence in the light of God which never fails, that they recognize the higher way of thought, that they no longer express the limiting doubts and confining ideas of the agnostic or those who are in despair or despondency, who seek in some oppressed system or ideology, some political thought, a dream of freedom which is empty. Rather, I say to all, let them see within the heart of their own I am presence, the open door, the open door the open door that leads to their own freedom in the light of God, which never fails. Indeed, the light of God never fails. We'll be back in a moment. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. 
Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to the Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thanks, everyone, for staying with us. We're talking today about keeping on, keeping on. The fact that we are worthy to receive the light within, to embrace that light, to become that light, and to carry on. Getting light, <laughs> intensified light. That's one of our fiats. It's a wonderful one, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think one of the, the, the important points to, re- to remember, we make this point often, but it's, it bears repeating, is that even the Ascended Masters had their struggles, had their challenges, um, even the greatest of them uh, stumbled and fell. And they, as uh, Sid mentioned at the beginning of the show, they got up one more time than they fell. And that's kind of the thesis of today's show, really, is that um, – being on the spiritual path takes a certain degree of endurance. Um, cha- the challenges come because of our karma, because of the life circumstances that we find ourselves in. But nonetheless, it's we are worthy of the climb. We are worthy to make the effort. We're worthy to receive the reward, the freedom that comes to every soul that embraces the truth. You know, and it's important to understand how the spiritual path works. I can assure you I was very ignorant <laughs> of the spiritual path when I began on it. I thought, you know, I love Jesus, love the masters, so, you know, carry me to heaven kind of thing. It didn't quite work out that way. <laughs> but, you know, I, I love reading the lives of some of the Catholic saints because of the struggles they went through. And now, like St. Francis, who is an ascended master, 
Kathumi, if you study his life, it was not an easy life no. that he had as Kathumi and what it take, excuse me, as St. Francis and what it took to get where he got to go. So it's so important that we understand this because there are dry periods in everyone's spiritual life. Mother Teresa, this great devotee of Jesus, who was probably one of the most important women of the 20th century, uh, she went through decades of dryness um, that where she didn't feel as nourished as she would like to have been. And so it's knowing who you are and keeping on even when days aren't perfect. And I, I, I want to mention here uh, the book, The Imitation of Christ. And I think most of you, especially if you have a Christian background, are familiar with that book. It was written by Thomas Kempis. I know it's I don't know, the 16th century, I'm not sure, but it's an old book. Um, but the Senate Masters have recommended we keep that book by our bedside because it's a really a guide to Christhood. And if you read the, the challenges that people face on the path and the mistakes people make, it really helps you in your day-to-day life. In other words, if you can see the example of what a saint did in a certain situation, how they overcame and kept on, then it helps you to keep on keeping on. And also, when you understand there are these periods of dryness, when they happen to you, you don't just throw up your hands and say, well, I've failed. You know, things aren't going right. I don't even feel the presence of God. Why am I even doing this? Da, 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 da. I've, I've given it a try. And that's, that's where a lot of people give up, quite frankly. But you have to understand that this is part of the path and the testing that we receive. In other words, God has a right to test us and to test us so we can move to that next step on the ladder that we're climbing of our Christhood. So don't be dismayed when these things happen, but understand when they're coming and why the need is there to keep on because you may be very close to your victory. And of course, the master talk about people that were so close to their victory and they, they, they just kind of gave up. And so we always keep on. As long, we're in, as long as we're in embodiment, we're going to keep on. And that's the attitude that will get us where we want to go. You know, anyone who's ever acquired a skill or anybody who's been involved in sports, for example, or anything like that, Every, every step of the way presents a challenge for those who are concerned and want to master whatever it is that there is in front of them to do. And it's not without its bruises, its fractures. You know, it, even this dryness you refer to, and we've had shows before, we've talked about the dark night of the soul and the dark night of the spirit. But that's only one aspect of this, really, because this dryness can be something we experience outside of that. But again, if you want what the goal inspires you to achieve, then you will put up with whatever you have to to make it happen. And not just put up with it even, Tom. It's, when I say embrace it, I don't mean you know, we're looking for trouble. But you have to understand <laughs> that when these things come to you, and, and they are painful, some of these tests, they are. Whether it's loss of identity, whether it's your ego getting bruised, you know, they're tests to who's, you know, is God first in your life? Is the will of God first in your life? Or is it only when it's convenient to you? Is it first in your life? And so there are these tests and these pains that will come to us. But if we can step back and say, you know, this is really hard for me, but I, I feel deep in my soul that God wants me to learn something here and I'm going to keep on. And that's how progress comes. And I think, as we have reminded people in the past, it's good to know what kind of strategies are being employed against you and against your progress and against your mastery. We mentioned, I think, in last week's show, strategies of light and darkness. Oh, I made a note of it today because I wanted to make sure we mentioned it. Yeah, it's, it's an excellent book. Well, what it does is it reminds us that there is opposition, number one, but the opposition takes many forms. And these are all tried and true strategies that the followers have used for eons to take us off the path. Yeah, plot number four. Yeah, you know, and the unworthiness one that we've yeah. talked about that many times and that you're, you're not measuring up. Oh, I even yeah, just quit. <laughs> You know, why keep trying? You're not going to make it. They're tired. Go out and enjoy yourself. Yeah, you know? have some fun. Yeah. You know, the, the fallen ones, 
their motto is eat, drink, and marry for tomorrow we die because they have chosen to die spiritually. Yeah. yeah. And so they want us to be part of that. It's not who we are. It's not exhausting. Well, not only is it not who we are, it's not, we, we've never been. We were created in, a, in, in, in the light. Um, you know, in uh, Maitreya's portion of that dictation we heard in the previous segment, he suggested that uh, we make a call, make a prayer to him as we fall asleep to be taken to one of the etheric retreats where we can, again, have our mastery assisted uh, to learn what we have to learn to, to you know, help us to endure to carry on. That's interesting. Uh, we've t- talked about the fact before that there are many places we can ask to go to mm-hmm. to have our soul's education be furthered while we're asleep. So I think, you know, maybe we could talk about that. Yeah, well, there's universities of the spirit. Um, and, you know, the book Lord of the Seven Rays tells a lot about this. And that's a good primer in terms of understanding, you know, the, the organization of heaven as we understand it and, and how these masters have retreats, which, you know, you think of you want to go to a health retreat. This is a spiritual retreat. You go in your sleep. So anyone can go that asks to go and, you know, prepares themselves for it spiritually. And there we learn the lessons of life and what you know, we may not remember it on the outer, but we're given keys to passing the tests that we're doing. The masters talk about thousands of people attending these universities of spirit at night, and they may have no knowledge of the ascended masters or the path, but they're getting tutored. And, and so we can ask that and really pray that we get taken there because what happens sometimes when people have bad dreams, they're caught in what's called the astral plane. And you have to get through that astral plane to get to the etheric realm where these universities, the spirits are. And that's where you ask the angels to escort you and so forth because um, you don't always get there. But if you ask and pray, as Lord Mitrius suggested here, you know, God, take me to where I'm supposed to go tonight. Give me the lessons I'm supposed to learn. Um, you'd be surprised how it, it'll come out percolate through your being and so forth, even if you don't have a direct memory of it. Well, exactly. You can request that you have a memory of something that you may especially need to know. doesn't mean you're going to get that memory, but at least you have, you have the right to request that this becomes something in your conscious mind. Well, why do people wake up in the morning when they've been dealing with a problem or an issue and say, I know what to do. I know what the answer is. That's right. And so it comes from, you know, being in heaven, being in the etheric world, realm while they sleep and getting advice from angels and masters and and that's why oh i know what i'm supposed to do and so people say i'm going to sleep on it well say a (laughs) prayer when you sleep on it then god will show you what the answer is you know you said something uh uh, just a a moment or two ago that god has a right to test you and i wanted to say that the correlation of that is also true we have a right to be tested by god you know and those were some of the things that jesus and and buddha were doing you know buddha touched the ground said i have a right to be here, you know? Yeah. So we have a right to go to these etheric retreats. We have a right to claim the God within. We have a right. What was it? The, the St. Germain return, referred to the immortality of your own souls, you mm-hmm. know? So I am immortal. Well, this is the reality. This is the flipping of the, of the situation where we, we come from a sense of limit, yeah. limitation and unworthiness. We flip, flip the switch. We're worthy. Our reality is capital R. We are one with God. That makes us God. <laughs> we just have to sort of clear the road between us and God, which is our negative karma. That's right. Right. And any selfishness or things in our world that you know are not of God. I mean, we all manifest behavior that is not of God. I mean, I was picked up my daughter at school yesterday, and I, I had to go to, to uh, out of town yesterday. And I was coming back, and this person did something on the road, which I did not approve of. <laughs> and um, so uh, even though I 
no, I'm not supposed to talk to other drivers. I, I have to do this. And immediately, the words came out of my mouth. I got this sort of ray on me, you know, that that was really not an appropriate thing to do. So I, I actually, uh, I apologized to the guy, even though he couldn't hear that either. But it's that <laughs> self-correction kind of thing. You know, we know what is right behavior. Yeah. I mean, we really do, don't we? Yeah. As much as we want to justify what we do, and that's, you know, that's a human tendency. Well, I did it because da-da-da-da-da. If we really thought about it, we know what the right thing is. I remember many years ago, I heard a, a speech by Norman Schwarzkopf, who was the commander of the U.S. Uh, forces in the first Gulf Storm War. Norman, and he yeah. said the most important lesson he had one day when he was a young officer and the commander was leaving, he says, you're in charge. And he says, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Help me. And the guy says, do the right thing. Yeah, and I love the simplicity wow. of that because don't we really know what the right thing is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, really know what is honest, what is integrity, what is appropriate. We really know that. Let's just do it. Let's do it. You know, a flashback to the 60s. Uh, I don't know if some of you may have remembered Kirby Hensley. Kirby Hensley was the head of the Universal Life Church. And in the 60s, he was going around um, basically ordaining everybody. Because <laughs> he wanted everybody to do it. And the entire thesis of the Universal Life Church was, do the right thing. Oh, that's their charter. That's their message. That's their motto. That's that's it. Even though he might not have been doing the right thing, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, his motives might have been, who knows? You know, but I mean, I just was reminded, as you said that, about Norman Schwarzkopf, that it does come down to a simple equation. We always have a choice. Yeah, am I going to be honest? Am I going to yeah. do the right thing, make the right decision, or am I going to vacillate back and forth to what's in my interest, or am I going to stand for integrity and honor in everything I do? And if you don't do it initially, you have another opportunity. Do it again. If you don't like what's going on, well, you change can your ask mind. for another opportunity. Ask for another well, opportunity, <laughs> Beg anyway, forgiveness. Well, on that note, let's take a quick break here. We'll be back for our final segment in just a moment. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how inspiring it is when one ascending soul makes that effort. It inspires and it fills and it fires all of us. We'll be back in a moment. Please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, Go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. 
And thanks, everyone. We are back on The Open Door. Today, we're talking about spiritual endurance and the fact that it's worth the effort. It's worth the inconvenience. The trek up worth is worth the inconvenience, <laughs> right. is what El Moria says. And, yes. you know, we've made this point many times. We've made it again today numerous times as well, that the ascended masters whom we aspire to emulate have walked the same pathways that we walk. They have stumbled. They have fallen as we stumble and fall. But the fact is they got up and kept on keeping on. So that's kind of what we're talking about today is the, the, the reality is it's not an easy path all the time, but it is joyful. The end result is freedom. And one of the things that is especially, um, I think, inspiring to me at least, is that one ascending soul blesses and raises all life. So this is a gift that goes on giving. It's amazing, isn't it? I yeah. mean, they, the masters have taught that the physical earth was different because Jesus walked upon it. Mm. His aura and the light that he carried was so great that it changed the atom, cells, and electron of the physical planet. And as you suggest, Tom, as people have ascended, and by the way, the requirement for planet Earth is at least one ascension a year. That's the reason justification for the planet Earth to continue. And of course, by God's grace, obviously we're doing that. But every time someone ascends, it pulls up the entire planet. And it could be subtle in some ways, but you can imagine if we had mass ascensions, oh. people find these teachings, it would, it, the, the earth would be in a golden age. It could not be. It could not go into that because it, it could not not be that because the light would be so great it would displace the darkness. So as we pursue our own spiritual path and our ascension, it's not a selfish path. It's a path of service. It's a path of honoring God by becoming that which he wants us to become. And it's the greatest gift you can give to family or your nation or the planet is to make your own ascension in God's time and God's way. And by getting there, it may involve service to life. It will involve service to light of some kind. Of course. And, and that will help too. But that's the greatest thing you can do for this planet if you're concerned about global warming or war or famine or whatever is coming upon this planet. Your spiritual path and your growth was the greatest gift you can give. We don't ignore what's going on on the planet and just focus on ourselves because that's part of the equation of becoming the Christ and making our ascension. And that's why we use the science of the spoken word. If you're concerned about terrorism, like I think everybody on this planet is right now, you can send forth the angels through the science of the spoken word every day to prevent terrorism and to stop it before it can manifest. So this is all part of the grand equation. And if we allow ourselves to get burdened down and to give up because of the mistakes we've made, then we can't be of service to God and other people, and we're not going to get home to God if we allow that to continue in our worlds. Yeah, and one of the strategies that's used against us uh, all the time is that we're powerless. Oh, poor little me, I can't do anything in and of myself. I just There's not enough of me to go around, so why make the effort? Because ultimately it's not going to make any difference. And the truth is, as we were just talking about a moment ago, it makes a huge difference. It's monumental. You make a difference. And keep, keep on keeping on as your motto becomes the way in which you do bring other people up. And it's the handkerchief concept. You know, I think Mark Prophet maybe oh, yeah. was the one that first uh, kind of gave the visualization. Mm-hmm. You, take a, you take a handkerchief and you grab it by the middle and you, and you just, it, there it is in the air. And, and you just, as you go up, as you pull up, it brings the rest of the handkerchief with it. <laughs> Exactly. This is spiritual hanky. And this is why um, some of us have a lot of karma, you know, in position of authority in past lives. We affected, you know, tens of thousands or millions mm-hmm. of people or whatever. And so when you pray, 
for this planet, you're praying for millions of people. And if your prayers help to avert a terrorist attack, think of the karma you'll balance, not to mention the mercy to the souls that were going to be vulnerable to that. So that's why we're engaged as sons and daughters of God. Indeed. We're not perfect. We make mistakes. We stumble. We fall. Hopefully, we don't make the same mistakes over and over again, and we're growing. But because of the light within us, and not by our authority of our human consciousness, but by the authority of the light within us, we're able to call forth the angels, call forth change on this planet to bring forth light that will change the direction of this planet. And the earth can be different because you walked on it. Yep. You know, and and when an error occurs, when you make a mistake, cast it into the flames. Just throw it into the cauldron of violet flame and, and, and let it let it go. Because I think a lot of us have a tendency to carry with us the negativity that maybe came about as a result of a, a mistake. Well, I think, I, I agree with you absolutely, Tom, but, you know, if you acknowledge a mistake, first thing you have to do is ask for forgiveness. And how do you do that, too, by the way? Let's get, let's get to that. Well, you just say, dear Father in heaven, dear Jesus, I this is the mistake I made. I call upon the law of forgiveness for what I did, and I pray. Pray for the opportunity to balance the karma of that mistake. Yeah. Because forgiveness is first. God will forgive you. You have to forgive yourself. But then you deal with the karma. So we're not, we're not pretending that we don't make mistakes. But we're not letting them become who we are. And I think that's the key. And if you keep making a mistake over and over again, maybe you need to look at your psychology. You know, if there's a pattern that you got from your parents or from who knows where else, that's where you get help with, you know, competent, uh, trained people that can work on, help you work on your psychology. That's what the Ascended Masters suggest so we don't repeat these things over and over again. I mean, you know, I'm bored with my sins. I'm sure God has long been <laughs> bored with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, before we came back to this segment, you, you were, <laughs> I don't think we're going to get you to be able to sing it, but tell us about that song you were thinking well, about. Well, you know, in the dictation, uh, Lord Maitreya said, you know, think of yourselves as light as a sunbeam from out the great central sun. And there's a great Christian song that says, you know, for a children's song, it says, Jesus wants me for a sunbeam. <laughs> and, you know, I, that is such a simple thought. So it? sweet. I mean, do you ever think of yourself as a sunbeam from God? I mean, isn't it, isn't it just so simple and so sweet? You know, it is. You can let go of your, your pretensions like I'm da-da-da-da-da, you know, and just say, I'm a sunbeam of God. That's all I want to be and all I really ever wanted to be. <laughs> you know, and while this is maybe a stretch, it suggests a pace that when you embrace the idea that you're a sunbeam. Um, something very calm about that. And when people get really in tune with the master's program here, and they, they understand finally that they are this great being of light and they want to ascend, the tendency is to storm heaven. But the ascension is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? But, yeah. but you've got to keep going. You've got to keep it, going, yeah. It is the yeah. tortoise and the hare story. Yeah. And the key is every day, you know, in that one increment, you know, and that bring you closer to your ascension. And think of it as a ladder. There's 32 major steps on the ladder initiations we have to pass, and there's a lot in between those. And, you know, you don't have to do them all at once. Yeah. God has not required that of us. So, God, help me to prepare for whatever that next initiation I'm ready to receive. And then you prepare. And if, if you don't pass it, immediately ask God for another opportunity if you realize you haven't. And prepare again. You know, the organization, the Summit Lighthouse, we have, among other things, an incredible repository of printed, published material. And one that you just reminded me of is the Climb the Highest Mountain series. It is nine volumes, 33 chapters, which basically correspond to the initiatic ladder. And I'm not sure if we could say that these are in any particular order. That Sometimes I think I've heard the, I've heard the teaching that somebody may be on initiation. Initiation 24, and somebody else is on 13, but they've already, 
they don't necessarily complete them in order. Is that something? You- well, I, I think it's true, and you can think of it as as not, the stairway not going straight up is spiral. circular, spiral, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you may return to a certain test and so forth. And, you know, I've kind of taken the attitude, you know, um, I don't have to understand exactly every initiation I'm receiving, but I need to be prepared and, and, and pay attention when God is preparing me for that next test that's coming. Yeah. So let's kind of recap a little bit here. The ascension is a marathon, not a sprint. We are all worthy um, to continue on the path that uh, God wants us to succeed. If we do stumble and we perhaps require forgiveness, we can call upon in the name of the I am presence, the law of forgiveness to forgive us. We can do a practice of by the flame decrees, blue flame decrees, ruby flame, white, whatever. Service to life. Service to life. A lot of things we can do to mitigate the result, or rather the karmic debt, if you will. But ultimately, it comes down to this. Don't stop. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you know, some of our listeners out there might might have some questions for us. So I'm going to tell them <laughs> what I tell them at, at the end of every show. Stay in touch with us. We're at webradio at tsl.org, webradio at tsl.org. And I really enjoyed responding to a recent email. It was, it, was a, it, was a gift from, it was a gift from God for me to be able to do it. Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of us on the path have questions that we feel are maybe beneath our concern or our, our attention. And that's not true. Wherever you are, that's where you are. And that's where you start, and that's where you start to you know, you take those steps forward. The journey of a thousand steps begins with the first one or whatever. The, and it's not our wisdom you'll be getting. It's the wisdom of the Ascended Master. Precisely. I that's st- right. You, you <laughs> stole my thunder, brother. <laughs> well, um, we are coming to a close once again for a, a very uh, swift hour. It, this is, um, you know, it is what it is. I mean, th- th- we, we are on this path together. We're singularly and together. And one of us... Any of us can make a big difference in the world. We made that, we stressed that point before. You're not powerless. And if you see something in the world that is troubling, make a call, make a prayer. But ultimately, remember that you are worthy to make this climb. You are worthy to make this trek. And there's nothing that can stop you except you. So don't let that happen. So as we like to say, though the upward path may sometimes be difficult, the rewards are out of this world. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.